0: Scientifically speaking, we may be dealing with retarded malcontents from other dimensional realities when trying to understand a vast evil that entered our world during the 1969 Stonewalling riots. As I explain all the time, most paranormal activity, I think, can be explained through quantum mechanics, and to that understanding, there are likely many life forms who live below and above our four-dimensional reality, and they have their own motivations. We might rationalize them as the spirit world, but they are there, and to work with or through us, it's difficult to do it directly but to do it spiritually, we can at times communicate with them. Some of us can hear their voices quite clearly, others not so much so. Intoxication seems to be a vehicle to allow these otherwise restricted minds to interact with our reality more often and more accessibly. But given the history of the world, we should not assume that these voices are intelligent. Just because they come to us from other dimensional realities, we should not assume that they are the best their world offers. Because they are talking to us, we might otherwise apply that they are not of a sane mind and may seek to dominate our spiritual world because they have been discarded in their own. That would certainly explain the antics of Ishtar and her other deities from the times of Mesopotamia, which actually may not be so old at all, but are working as openly in our world of today as they did in the reported times of pre-biblical associations in the land of Canaan, and the Mesopotamian valley, Then extending down to the early civilizations of Egypt. Studying the life of the actual person, Ishtar, I think she may have been a deranged fool, not an object of worship, as she has taken on that role even in our present society, and she makes herself most known when technological boosts show her that our world is outgrowing her rule from the shadows. The 1960s was a challenging time in America, we were the new superpower in the world after the creation of the United Nations in a post World War II relationship and the KGB was looking to undermine American life with all kinds of psychotic tricks, drug use, and cultural destruction, most recognized by the hippie movement. China today has resumed that level of discontent, but many doors were opened during the 1960s to purposely kill off American culture from the level of the youth and hopefully stop all the technological innovations that were coming from us that the rest of the world just couldn't put their finger on. So it should not be surprising that in the summer of 1969, as America landed people on the moon, the KGB aggressively undermined our society and many other competing forces, including occultists who wanted to see global communism. Gay lifestyles were illegal then, so it was quite a rebellious thing for the people who gathered in Greenwich Village in New York City, at the mob-owned gay bar, a kind of speakeasy for its time, the Stonewall Inn, and participate in that lifestyle. To enforce their anti-gay policy, the police would often raid this bar for operating without a license and arrest everyone. But they'd be free within a few hours and would resume their gay lifestyles back at the bar. The mob would bribe the police behind the scenes to keep the place open, and things went on like that for quite a while. When we talk about gay and perverse sexual lifestyles, it was the goddess Ishtar who, all during written record, all around the world, has represented the life of the prostitute and enjoyed watching human beings having sex. And the more perverse sex, the more she was interested, and people all through the years would engage in such activity hoping to win her appeal and maybe have her sprinkle some fertility their way in the way of luck, productivity, or just plain good fortune. In that regard, a place of drunken action in one of the biggest cities in the world, under the occult attraction of the anti-American forces, would be a great place to evoke the attention of the goddess, especially one month before the moon landing, which had the world jealous with rage at the time. So this time, at the end of June of that year, the police raided, but the people fought back, all in the name of gay rights. It was there that the gay men, the lesbians, and the transsexuals who had been forced to live closet lives in a very Christianized America fought back, and a riot took place that started the pride movement. And from there, the rest was history. Gay people saw radicalism and violence as their way to advance their lifestyle and not be worried about social prosecution. And from that Stonewall riot until the present, the Pride movement, the arm of Ishtar's cult of sexual perversion, rampant pornography, and massive prostitution, has been unleashed on American society with the military intent to bring it down. Ishtar herself has seen many civilizations rise and fall from her perspective and could care less about America. But the attention she gets from her worshippers has made her a rock star in the spirit world, giving her many reasons to continue her quantum abuse across dimensional space and time. So it should come as no surprise that after a trans-liberal shot up a Christian school in Nashville, where the authorities worked hard to suppress the manifesto of radicalism that the shooter left behind, that violence is the preferred method of expressing themselves. We saw transsexual Rocky Horror Picture show lunatics storm the Capitol to make the entire issue about gun rights, not their sexual predilections that just caused the death of many innocent Christians. We have also watched many trans activists vandalize lawmakers' homes and move further to the aggression of violence to advance their agenda of the cult of Ishtar. They do it because it worked at the Stonewall Inn, and since then, they have not seen a resistance from society to inspire them not to. And their movement is driven by the ancient goddess Ishtar and foolishly they assume that by appealing to her, they gain the power of expression that extends into the afterworld. They're empty drunken minds open them to the evils of Ishtar's world, either from her directly or her many minions. But the mistake comes in thinking that she has intelligence, or a moral role in the superiorities of Mother Earth worship, which ultimately points to the worship of her, worship of Aphrodite, of Venus, of Isis of all the voices of the spirit world who are likely too stupid not to abuse their position from other dimensional realities to a species of the dumb and lazy who would rather get action from the spirit world than to do for themselves with the tools of their own existence. For the lazy, help from Ishtar is like the mother they never had, so they listen to her insanity for destroying the world because they are too insecure to do anything else. And in this fashion, the cult of Ishtar has been unleashed upon our world to deal with and we see her violence and chaos in our modern news stories, which will continue until we stop allowing it to happen. Of course, trying to rationalize with them is a foolish enterprise that will never work. Rich Hoffman. Clicked by the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.